What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free, people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you, folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. Using Anchor, you can actually make money from your podcast. Straight hard cash, homie. Whether you have a handful of friends, family, or group that wants to hear your content, there is no minimum listenership. It's everything you would ever need to make a podcast in one simple place. Want to get started? Here's what you guys need to do. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started today. Now back to our nation's capital with Sarone and Simpson. Welcome to another edition of the 2020 Sweet Snacks Tournament here. Two regions down, two regions to go, and today's episode features the Entenmann's region. I'm Ben Simpson along with me, Mike Cerrone. And Mike, before we get into the uh, Sweet Snacks Tournament itself, while we're on the subject of food, I did want to go ahead and give you a real quick review here of this Amy's uh, vegan margarita do. frozen pizza while we're on the food. And, and I told you this via text that <laughs> I did not mean to buy the vegan version of this pizza because Amy's makes a regular frozen pizza too. And that's what I thought I was buying. I wasn't paying attention. Rookie mistake. I bought the vegan margarita pizza, which means that the cheese on here is not real cheese. Uh, it's their own kind of vegan cheese. And there's some tomatoes and things like that. So I'm going to take a couple quick bites and I'm going to give you my review. Ooh. Okay. And while you're eating that, um, I just think that when you're down an aisle in a store, and I can hear you chewing, that's perfect. Um, Real real, real thing here. Uh, So when you're going down an aisle and you look at a box and you're like, oh, let me just grab this. You do it so quickly. And when you told me that happened, I knew exactly the feeling that, that goes through your body when you get home and you say, oh, my God, I just got the wrong thing. Because you literally went down the aisle and you're like, you just grabbed it quick and you're like, okay, this is nice. You know, let me get Amy's stuff. And then you look at it and in fine print, there's like a little green label that says vegan. You know, yeah. and I just, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Yeah, I made a mistake. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I made a mistake. Because <laughs> Amy's, so Amy's makes a pretty good product. They've got some, usually it's like a healthier type of dish or like frozen, fro- frozen meal and things like that. But, they make a really good frozen pizza that's regular frozen pizza, and, and the pizza, yeah. frozen pizza game is really good. This, um, not, not so good, because you can definitely tell real cheese from this weird... It, this cheese come, came out very, like, gooey, but not in a good way. It was kind of almost, like, weird gooey. The tomatoes were okay. The crust was not great. It tasted like... Uh, 
if you remember, if you have ever had the Kirkland brand of frozen pizzas, those kind of small mini frozen pizzas that you get at Costco, I used to have them a lot growing up. And I they, think I know what you're talking about. I think I know. They come in a bunch of packs of cheese or pepperoni. Is it or like a like big a mixture. Like cardboard box? Um, so yeah, it would be a big cardboard box, but it would have a bunch of mini pizzas in the in the box. And yeah, I think I've gotten those recently. So it tastes a little like that, where it's kind of cheap. I mean, you can kind of taste the cheapness in it, and and I guess this that's what vegan food is is cheap, I guess. But uh, not very good. I'm, I'm gonna give it a, I'll, I'll give it a four point three out of ten uh, for my score there. But that, but let's get into some actual good hey, tasting hey, food. Don't don't tell El Prez. Don't tell El Prez. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't see. I think he tried. I think he taste tested the Amy's regular frozen pizza uh, last week. So that kind of got me in the mood where I was like, oh, well, I'll get some frozen pizzas too. And then I so I got a Red Baron, which we had last night, which was great. Uh, and then we had the and I just had the Amy's and. It was disgusting. But regardless, we are here in the Entenmann's region. We are bringing you the Sweet Snacks Tournament, the way this works. If this is your first time listening, go back or listen to the last two episodes where we tackled the Little Debbie region and the Hostess region, the two snacks that made it out of those regions, the Fudge Rounds and the Double Chocolate Frosted Donuts. That was the sixth seed. That was the, you know, the, the there's always a March Madness team that defies the seedings and makes a deep run whether it's vcu or george mason or you know whatever you get that cinderella story and that happened to be the double chocolate frosted donuts they came in the contest with a little bit of chip on their shoulder they were mad about their seedings and they just steamrolled through the hostess region so we've got two of our final four we will be deciding another uh member of the final four today with the entomans region and mike uh, you have been having a lot of fun here the past couple weeks of uh, going to Harris Teeter. You've been sending me yep. pictures of the aisles where they have um, you know, the <laughs> end of the aisle where it's all set up with these snacks. It, it, it's almost oh, yeah. like you've been in a, a snack wonderland here the past couple weeks. Well, that's the funny thing is that um, I remember sending you one. It might have been last year. I went to Big... Actually, you know what's funny is that Big Lots has been around for so long. But I didn't get on the Big Lots train until maybe a year and a half ago. I haven't gone there in a while, but I've been there like three or four times. And for some reason, that place has great deals. And I remember about a year or go, a year or so ago, I ended up uh, giving you a picture of literally they had one full, huge section of Little Debbie stuff. Wow. And obviously, right now, everything is, um, you know, a lot of things are sold out. But when I saw that about a year ago, it was an immaculate scene. Um, one of the best, you know, mental images I'll ever have in my life is just seeing little Debbies of maybe I don't know, maybe it was like six, seven shelves high, just filled to the brim of everything that little that little Debbie has it's heaven. to offer. It's heaven. Uh, yeah, and it was cra- it was crazy though. But um, literally, so like you said, recently um, I've gone to Harris Teeter and Safeway, and I might have went to Giant too. I'm not sure. Um, over the last you know couple weeks and. Uh, yeah, I just keep perusing through their entire, you know, aisles or sections of these cakes. But the the funny thing is, Ben, I was going to ask you on the on the phone today when I called you to let you know that I was on my on my way to your house to drop off social distancing the butterscotch uh, crimpets, which we're going to do uh, in our very next episode um, for tasty cake. But 
Uh, I, I didn't know exactly which aisle these are under because I don't know. There's no like snacks aisle. I've never yeah. seen an aisle like that. Like they're always like you know cake mix and something else. So I always had to like go and find these things and like search them out. Luckily at Harris Teeter, these are on like separate like uh, what do they what do they call them like. Those, they're like not like stands like, in yeah, a way. Stand, like, it's yeah. like, like, a, like a stand by the milk or something like that. It's like some weird thing. It is weird because that's uh, that yeah. I've noticed that as well. So the Entenmann's, because uh, we were at Giant today, so Entenmann's had its own kind of stand by, like you said, by yeah. the milk and eggs. Yeah. I think because you think, because a lot of Entenmann's project, products are like kind of breakfasty, like with the donut type stuff. So they kind of gotcha. put those all together. I keep saying the word breakfasty, and by the way, and I don't think that's a word. <laughs> I noticed it. I said it on the last podcast too, but we'll pretend it's a word. And then the little Debbie type stuff is actually at least a giant it's over by like the bread like the bagels and the right, bread right. it's in that sort of section and then the tasty cake stuff also is on its own little uh little stand so i know a giant at least little island they dedicate at least and then hostess they kind of you know it was interesting <laughs> hostess was kind of disrespected a bit at giant i'm trying to think oh, now yeah. They had some hostess things I did notice today because I, I took and I will be trying some of these foods live on the show as well as we as we review them too, uh, especially in the tasty cake region when we when we do that episode. But for now, I do have our number one seed, which we'll get to in a moment. But uh, yeah, and then I also bought uh, zebra cakes because Abby likes zebra cakes, so I got those. And then oh, and I also got the, the hostess cupcakes as well. Those uh, that that were heavily featured in our hostess episode too. So so right, right. a lot of snacks in my household right now, but uh, it's okay because I, I, I decided I'm going to be eating <laughs> healthy this week. Well, I guess now well, hey, I've decided well, hey, to the, that. The, the best, The best part – yeah, exactly. Uh, the best part about uh, looking at their little islands or shelves or whatever uh, that we just talked about, the, the best part was when I talked to you on the phone, I said that we made two great choices. So obviously you should have listened to the episodes by now, um, at least in order. Uh, so the first two that have gone on to the final four are the number one seed overall, the fudge rounds from Little Debbie, and then the double chocolate frosted donuts from uh, Hostess. And those two, those two were sold out. Yep, same. So that's, same that, with that's me. Good. Yeah, that's I couldn't. Good. I couldn't get them either. I couldn't get. I looked for them. They had the regular chocolate frosted donuts yep, but yep. not the double chocolate so i was like I, I can't get just the regular frosted and then fudge yep. rounds nowhere we are to validated be seen. So, <laughs> we are yeah validated. i guess so i guess so and by the way we do appreciate the feedback i mean people have been commenting on facebook and on twitter and you guys have been fully oh, yeah. involved we appreciate that as always you can join the conversation at the dc crossover and at Cerrone 16 let's get into it but but before we give the seedings mike i did want to let you know as we start with entomans that uh, Entenmann's, as a company, is over 120 years old and originated in New York City. William Entenmann learned the trade of baking from his father in Stuttgart, Germany. And then he came over to the U.S. and opened his own bakery in 1898 in Brooklyn. And that was the beginning <laughs> of Entenmann's as a company. 19th century. <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently Frank Sinatra was a weekly customer, uh, and then William Jr. died in 1951 and left the bakery to his wife and his three sons, and they uh -oh. started they actually started phasing out bread and focused more on pastries and cakes, and that kind of became what we think of Entenmann's as today. So, is it what was it called Entenmann's at the time? 
I think it was probably like Entman's Bakery, my guess would be. Um, I don't know. I know Frank Sinatra uh, pronounced it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I assume it, <laughs> he pronounced it the same as we do because he was English. <laughs> but uh, you never know. You never know. But we've got Entman's today. We've got eight seats to work with. Let's see how it goes. Let's start. Ring the bell. It's the first matchup here. The Little Bites Fudge Brownies, the number one seed against the number eight seed mini pound cake. So the Fudge Brownies, Mike, these are sold in a box with 20 brownies. There's five pouches of four pouch. Uh, these bite-side snacks are full of fudgy, chocolatey goodness. There's no high fructose corn syrup. There's no artificial covers or colors, rather. And that they are just those kind of small little ooey gooey brownie uh, bites. And then you've got the mini pound cake, which are individually wrapped. You get a box of them. I think there's six pound cakes to a box. You think of that snack as, as a, it can work as breakfast, it can work as lunch, it can work as dinner. And also, Entenmann's mentions that our mini pound cake serves as a delicious and rich dessert. Many consider it to be the best pound cake around. Top with a scoop of your favorite ice cream for a quick and decadent dessert. Or have the kids decorate with their favorite toppings for a fun and yummy do-it-yourself treat. The mini pound cake, the number eight seed. The little bites, the number one seed. The brownies. Mike, I have a brownie, little bite brownie, in my hand right now. Oof. I'm going to take a bite of it, but while I'm doing that, I'll go ahead and let you share some of your thoughts about the uh, the, the brownies. Okay, so while I look at these seedings, um, obviously I don't have a lot of time in my hands uh, when it comes to <laughs> being a teacher right now. Um, that's a joke. But uh, really when you're looking at this whole entire matchup, and as Ben chews away again, wow. um, so <laughs> I mean, you got a real, real nice quality mic over there. Um, so the thing about the pound cake is when you do these seedings, and like I was about to mention, I did most of these seedings, and I said, "Hey Ben, what do you think about this?" Because, like I said, I needed to do something. So I said, "Oh, let me go rate snacks." Um, so the the pound cake is more like an underdog and obviously what we said about our last two regions with the honey buns and stuff like that the it's an underrated thing because it doesn't have like chocolate or frosting right. or anything like that pound cake is good don't get me wrong but when it comes down to another this might be the fudge brownie little bites might be like the number 2 or 3 seed overall in the entire tournament. That's why they're the number one seed in the Entenmann's region because of the sole fact that I don't know if people know, and I mentioned this to, this, this to you after, or excuse me, beforehand, uh, Ben, that we did this, that Costco, I believe, uh, they sell this big tub of like 45 of these, these type brownies. The problem is those are good. These are great because yeah. when you talk about fudginess, and that's probably, I don't know if that's a word either, um, fudginess when it comes down to this these just take all all you know fudge brownies to shame because the sole fact that you look at these and take a bite out of them they're so soft they are so moist i don't know if you want moist is kind of a weird word um to say uh but they're just so good when you take a bite into them i mean you just have to give them the props they deserve and over pound cake i mean this might be the easiest matchup in this region um, because also I said before when we were doing the uh, Little Debbie region, Little Debbie has a ton of uh, a ton of uh, snack cakes out there that you know they have a lot of great ones that you can rank one to eight, and it's hard to rank one to eight because they have like over thirty of them or whatever. But when it comes to Entenmann's, they have a solid like four or five that are the best ones out there. Then everything else comes like second tier. 
So I think pound cake is a little second tier, even though it's still good. But the fudge brownies, just the consistency of each brownie looking almost the exact same. You get four of them in a pouch. And just, I mean, overall, this is an easy matchup for me. And I think fudge brownies just easily moves on in the second round. So one of the things with Enemans, and, and that's and kind of what they f- specialize in, is this little bites concept where they put you know, four or five of, of an item into a pouch. And that way, instead of just munching on one or two big bites you have these little bites you have the little ones and so some of those other little bites will be featured later in in, in some other seatings but in the little bite world where you've got some muffins you've got cookies but the brownie little bites kind of stand alone in that little bite category because the fact that they are almost muffin shaped in a way where they have kind of that Mm -hmm. that same sort of shape but it's just pure fudge brownie goodness and i think that is you can taste the fact that this is real as far as, uh, you know, the fact that they mentioned that there's no high fructose corn syrup and there's no this and there's no that. It's, it's it, no artificial flavors and coloring. It's A lot of it is, is real. And you can taste that in the fudge brownie. And it's great. Like you said, it's, it's one of those desserts that really it's rich and it can stand on its own. And the thing with a pound cake is, you know, uh, like you said, uh, would, would I eat a pound cake for sure? Would a pound cake be better if it had chocolate frosting on it or a fudge <laughs> center or, you know, cream or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Obviously. The, pr- the pound cake is just kind of a generic, boring snack or dessert. I mean, it really is. It is. It does have some points in that you can eat it at multiple times throughout the day. You can eat it for breakfast if you need to. But for the most part, I think, especially in this sort of tournament, with the creativity that all these brands bring, Pound Cake's just not there. It's just bland, it's boring, and it just doesn't fit in this sort of tournament. So I I think it's pretty obvious that Pound Cake's going to get knocked out here. I mean, just like you said, you can eat it at any time, but the problem is, is that when you take a bite of one of these sweet snacks, the thing about it that you have to figure out is, can I have more of this and be happy? Pound cake to me is, yes, it's good. And, you know, having a nice little sliver off a pound cake or whatever is is nice. But there's a reason why a pound cake can be put back into the fridge. It's because you don't eat it all because you don't feel the necessary need to eat it all. Because you're just like, oh, a little sliver is okay. And then the pound cake just, you know, progresses over time. And you keep putting it back in the fridge after like, you know, three or four days worth. Uh, but a little, a, a little bite, you know, you just nomin on that entire package within within i would say six or seven minutes yeah oh you can crush these <laughs> i think like i said i think there was four there was four in this pouch that i had here yeah. i had three before we started the show and i saved one to eat uh, uh during the show ah. and they're just unbelievable man i mean they really are it's you can stack two on each other and shove the whole thing in your mouth if you want but uh, but i will say a, a, a nice note about it is so one of the issues i have with little bites sometimes is Especially with the chocolate chip muffin ones, which you know we're going to get into that later, so I'm not going to touch on this too much, is the fact that I, I don't feel very full when I eat some of the muffin little bites, where I, I really need to have two of those bags to feel full. Yeah. I'll say, with these brownie ones, I mean, four of these brownies, it does fill you up. It is something yeah. where, I mean, of course, guys like you and I, of course, can eat more, but I think for the most part, if you eat these slowly, you take your time with these and just enjoy them, you can easily just eat one bag and be okay. And, and I think that, that that's a big testament to the Entenmann's brand that started in the 18th, 19th century or whatever. So <laughs> fudge, uh, fudge Brownie Little Bites advance past the mini pound cake. Let's move on to a kind of a donut matchup here. 
the four seed, the Frosted Devil's Donut, and the five seed, the Glazed Donut Holes. We did mention this when it comes to Entenmann's. They do have a focus on breakfast food, but those still count as snacks because you can still eat these any time of the day. So the Frosted Devil's Food Donuts, you kind of put these in the same category as the sixth seed that made it to the Final Four is in that double frosted uh, chocolate donuts that Hostess made. I think these are in a similar realm. They're a, a bit bigger than those donuts that we saw that, that Hostess made, but it's the same general concept where it's chocolate on chocolate on chocolate. And then oh, the yeah. glazed donut holes. Actually, I've been. I, uh, this is the first week in the past three weeks that I haven't had a box of these in my house because I've been having three or four of them for breakfast with a bowl of cereal. These glazed donut holes where it's just exactly as it sounds. It's glazed donut holes. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. So this is an interesting matchup. I mean, my initial take, Mike, is that when we have chocolate on chocolate on chocolate, that it's really hard to beat that, uh-huh. especially if you're a non-chocolate snack. Um, so... Because I think the thing with the glazed donut is, you know, don't get me wrong, they're delicious. I, I I actually really like these for breakfast. I grew up on them. I still buy them to this day. You pop three or four in your mouth, and or maybe dip it in the cereal and the milk a little bit too, and then pop it in the mouth. And uh, they're great. They're a great breakfast treat. But I will say I'm not really a fan of eating the glazed donut holes outside of the breakfast window. I mean, I know you oh. can, but I'm not really a... I mean, I had this box in the house. I was never really craving them past, you know, 10 a.m. I think it was it was kind of in that breakfast window during the week. I had some cereal with me, and that tasted pretty good. While the Devil's Food uh, chocolate donuts, I mean, that's a dessert. That is a breakfast, but that is a dessert. You could have that after any sort of meal and know you're just getting that chocolatey goodness, that donut type taste and texture to it so my initial leaning is towards the devil's food yeah the glazed donuts now i don't know if i've and that's a weird thing is like i don't really go for a donut in the morning i don't know if last time i had a donut in the morning um because i'm more of the type of guy which by the way here's a real quick story last year i went to dunkin donuts and this is a whole entire revelation here okay i went to dunkin donuts at like 4 p.m and I said, hey, uh, can I have you know a chocolate glazed donut or whatever? And they, they looked at me and said, we don't have any left. Now, I, I was kind of shocked because I was like, well, don't you aren't you going to make one? Like, you know, because I, I never really you know went to Dunkin Donuts on the regular. I was just really craving donuts one day. And they said, no, we don't have any left. And I was like, you guys close in five hours. You, you, if you run out of donuts, you just gonna stand here and say like, oh, I don't have any donuts left. I'm not going to sell anything. Like, I, I didn't get that. They only make donuts once a day. Which was huh. kind of weird. It was weird to me, like because they open up at what, like seven seven a.m. or something like that. I think even earlier. I think even earlier yeah. than that during the so, week. I mean, because people get exactly. coffee from there on their way to work. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that I've gone to Dunkin' after a gym workout before in the morning, <laughs> probably at like six a.m. They may open around okay. six. Well, that's the weird thing is that I forgot exactly what time of day it was, uh, or excuse me, uh, what day of the week it was. And it was just weird to me because they were like, we don't have anything left. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't have anything left. You're open for another five hours. You have seven donuts left on the shelf. You're just going to sit there for you know seven donuts left? It made zero sense to me. He's like, you have Dunkin' Donuts. Like, you're, you, I mean, now it's Dunkin', I guess. But, you know, you have donuts in your name at the time. So I don't understand why you just run out of donuts. You're just like, okay, well, we're done. It just made no sense to me. But anyways, so uh, glazed donut holes. Um, I don't even know how that story correlated with this, this whole entire ranking. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, that's just how it is, I guess, with me. Um, so glazed donut holes, they're very good, okay? I actually prefer them sometimes over an actual glazed donut, like a Krispy Kreme or something like that, just because, you know, when you have a glazed donut, the thing about a glazed donut is when you take a bite of it, a lot of the glaze falls off, and then you then you kind of get salty because it's you're, it's on the ground or it's on your plate or something like that, and you just lose because it's all it all cracks apart. Um, but a glazed donut hole, you know, you pop it right in your mouth and you're good to go, and you don't have to lose any of the glaze. So I love glazed donut holes, but the frosted devil's donut reverting back to Dunkin' Donuts, it reminds me of the my favorite donut at Dunkin' Donuts was the chocolate. Double the double chocolate glazed donut. Sure. Now, when you w- look at the frosted donut, uh, the devil's donut, I don't know. I don't think it's glazed. It might. It might. It might not be. I don't think it's glazed so, though. But. So here's the description. So it's rich, okay, thank you. rich chocolate frosted coating with a chocolate cake style center is is how it describes it. So okay. Um, so, so there's that so moist cake in in that's covered with chocolate frosting out on the outside. Okay, so yeah, because I know that the one that's at Dunkin' Donuts is glazed, and that's my favorite donut there. And this is the thing that reminds me of that. Now, it's not as good as the one at Dunkin' Donuts, but still, I have to lean towards this seed, this number four seed, the Frosted Devil's Donut, because of the sole fact that it reminds me of my favorite donut with a slight downgrade, but it, it reminds me of my favorite donut at Dunkin' Donuts, which is the cho- double chocolate frosted donut. At Dunkin' Donuts, but the glazed donut holes—you know—this th- is like a matchup, like a like a nine-eight matchup in our March Madness brackets that you see, like uh, two teams that you know you look at it and you're like, "Oh, great, we got matched up with this team." You know, it's going to be a hard first round, and then these have to go against the Fudge Brownie Little Bites of next round. So, I think this is going to go to Frosted Devil Do- Devil's Donut. But I'd like to hear what your final say is, sir. My only worry is that with the with the with this particular donut is the fact that is it too much chocolate is it too overwhelming because the nice thing about the double frosted donuts is their size they're a little bit smaller so that way when you eat them you know you you still obviously have have a few but you're not necessarily overwhelmed with the chocolate and these donuts are pretty big sized i mean the box comes with i think maybe i think i think it's five this is eight so i think it's eight um, okay. So at least in this one, in this random box. So, uh, but yeah, <laughs> that I found online. So this has Wait, is, is, that, is, that, is that like a, is that like a tissue box? Uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of that shape, but it's a little bit bigger. So there's eight in this box. Okay. So they're two stacked on each other. Yeah, my, the, the one, box. the one that I, yeah, the one that I found was. Uh, was singled out it was like a smaller little thinner box maybe that was the wrong yeah so i'm sure i mean i'm sure they sell them in multiple sizes and so the but (laughs) but but as far as the actual size of the donut itself that doesn't really change and it's kind of big i mean it's kind of a big i I just don't know if i'd be able to put down a lot of these (laughs) you know that's (laughs) That's the word that's our our parameter can we put down more than two of these at a time (laughs) exactly and i just don't think i could now that's not necessarily a bad thing but uh, that was my only worry. Is is it too much chocolate? But again, it's kind of the glazed donuts kind of fall in that pound cake type category where there's not a whole lot to them. They're kind of simple, which isn't necessarily a bad thing if that's what you're looking for at the time. But if you're having a chocolate craving, and if we're talking sweet snacks in this tournament, and the whole point of this is to find out what's the best sweet snack, then we got to go with the sweets. And so I yeah. think the I think the devil's donut has to uh, move on here. I'll, I'll totally agree. So I mean, that's what we're going the with. Four seed advances. So so far, no upsets through the first couple matchups here in Entenmann's region. Now we'll move on to the milk chocolate chip cookies, the three seed, and the sixth seed, the blueberry little bites. So you've got the chocolate chip cookie. 
Uh, this was something where it says, A favorite of Entenmann's, the chocolate chip cookie has now gone so low. Now enjoy the soft and delicious taste of your favorite cookie in a single serve options. Since 1898, the Entenmann's name has stood for moist and delicious baked goods, blah, blah, blah. We've already talked about that. Uh, so this is the chocolate chip soft cookie versus the Little Bites muffin. So these are tasty little golden mini muffins made with real ingredients with real blueberries there are also no high fructose corn syrup zero trans fat no artificial colors packed four muffins to a pouch their size just right for lunch boxes snack time breakfast time or any time so the blueberry muffins against the chocolate chip cookie so the three seed and the six seed the three seed being the cookie the six seed being the blueberry little bite so now we get into that little bite category beyond the brownies we get into the muffin world and that's where for me again that it is tough when we're talking about four muffins to a pouch these are four pretty small muffins that yeah. wouldn't even i'd say if you go buy like a regular muffin like at a gas station or something like that and the, the i don't think these four little bites even equal that it's <laughs> as far as like the sizing even if you like mash them together so you're not even really getting a full muffin if they even just if they just added one more muffin to that pouch five muffins i think you'd be good but the fact that there's only four in there that kind of hurts it a little bit blueberry i'm not the biggest blueberry fan uh in general but i'm not going to let that detract from the snack itself in my opinion of it chocolate chip cookies are chocolate chip cookies man i mean these are soft they're <laughs> there there's a box filled with a bunch of them i mean uh, and this is a, a classic i mean you know that entomans has been making this forever since you know 1622 or wherever they invented this stuff <laughs> so i think i mean you got to know that this the entomans chocolate chip cookies are that's that's a given that those are going to be good because they've been cooking them for 200 years so <laughs> i think initially initially i'm leaning towards the cookie just because hey it's a cookie it's delicious it's soft like you you and i's favorite type of cookie is the soft cookie yeah. and there's a billion in this box so you and i could easily crush a whole box of this yeah that's the biggest thing about this matchup that i was a little worried about because so blueberry i would say and obviously it's a love hate thing with blueberry blueberry is like golf either you love it or you hate it and for blueberry I got on blueberry a long, long time ago. Now, I just didn't sit there and eat a bowl of blueberries. Like, I had blueberry, I think it was blueberry waffles one time. And I was like, wow, these are actually really good. And then I had a blueberry muffin. And I was like, wow, this is even better. So that's why I threw them at the sixth seed. Because I believe that, you know, the blueberry little bites, they're not as good as the five above them. But at the same time, I think they're better than the seven and eight seed. So I think they're perfectly seated. But... The problem is that they ran into the gauntlet, which is the milk chocolate chip cookie. And I think these chocolate chip cookies, I don't know if you mentioned this a second ago. I was taking a sip of my Coke and rum when you were uh, uh, rum and Coke like a normal person. Um, and I, I didn't know if you said this, but they make the soft yes. cookies. Yes. Okay. And me and you are very big connoisseurs of uh, soft chocolate chip cookies and milk chocolate chip cookies. Okay. And that's the biggest thing is that. I want to, when I was making the seasons, I wanted to say, hey, blueberry, I want to move them you know, forward at least one round and give them a good, nice little run. Um, but I just think that the milk chocolate chip cookies by Entman's is one of the most fantastic snacks out there because of the sole fact, as you said, you get like 25 of these things in there and you can say, hey, 
you know, I'm, I'm drinking tonight. I'm going to pound like 13 of these things. Oh, I got 12 left. It's not like you pound a full box of something. You're done. This thing, you can't eat all of them in one sitting, which is obvious, but you know, unless you get broken up with or something, uh, then, (laughs) uh, and then I just think that when you're looking at it, this is, this is just, it's, it's a hard yes for the milk chocolate chip cookies, but it's, it's a very, slight edge for them because I at least for me because I think the blueberry little bites are just immaculate because it's not too much blueberry but you know a nice little bite of blueberry muffin is solid for me but I don't know about you with the blueberries yeah yeah honestly I think it's just one of those things where they they and what happens a lot in this term is they just ran up against just a a stronger seed and that's why we do the rankings is they ran up against a classic in American dessert culture and that is the chocolate chip cookie and anytime you have the soft chocolate chip cookie it's going to be tough to beat that's why when you're making those cookies at home whatever the directions say for how many minutes to leave them in always err on the side of the the fewer minutes uh, because that lets them be much softer rather than turn out to be really hard chocolate chip cookies when you make them at home so if it says like 11 to 13 minutes always go for like 10 10 11 yeah. you know, somewhere in that range and they'll come out real everyone soft. loves cookie dough i just don't get everyone loves cookie dough but they're like oh no i prefer a burnt cookie like i don't i don't just make any sense to that's like, crazy. I mean, People if, are you, if you if you can sit there with a log of cookie dough and just eat it, which obviously I haven't done before, but I'm really wanting to do it. I'm just saving it for like a savory occasion, um, which I don't know what a savory occasion is. But yeah, still, savory every, uh, isn't every day a savory <laughs> occasion. I don't know what you mean. Apparently nowadays, um, but that's what I'm worried about. Is you know people just like like hard cookies. They, they like a crunch in a cookie. Why would you want a crunch in a cookie? You're not eating. A Cheeto, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so it's, it's, it just it's makes gross. no sense. So I think we got to let the soft <laughs> cookies advance here. The three seeds. So all the top seeds advance so far. We get, now we've got the final matchup of Entenmann's uh, round one here. We've got the number two seed, the chocolate chip muffin little bites, and then we've got the number seven seed, the chocolate frosted donuts. So another donut, another little bite. Welcome <coughs> to the tournament, people. Uh, so here's the chocolate chip mini muffin, you know, little bites. Those are, those have been something that I've had for a long time. I'm I'm a big fan. Even in college, I would buy a couple boxes of those because in your college dorm, your first, your freshman college dorm, it's not like there was uh, an oven or, you know, all this different stuff to work with. You just had your mini fridge, maybe a microwave, and that was it. And so what I would do is I would buy those. Uh, mini muffins because those are very easy things to have for breakfast in the morning and then you put you have one of those little mini cereal boxes and stuff like that and and it was great so they these are near and dear to me and i like uh, now but still the criticism still holds in that i wish there was maybe one more muffin in a pouch to really get your fill in one pouch because i always have to have two pouches and there's only like five to a box so you, you have like two two servings of this and next thing you know you're out of the box of mini muffins those pouches could fit one more i mean why not Oh yeah, there's plenty of air in there. Trust me, there's there's plenty of room. Uh, and and then so so that's the that's the mini muffins. And then the other side, you've got the mini chocolate donuts, twelve to a box. They are uh, fr- chocolate frosted. You've got the more don- classic kind of donut center. This is uh, not in the same realm as the devil's, uh, you know, the devil's donut where that was a full on chocolate with the cake. This is more of like that yellow cake kind of in the middle. Um, and it's more of like your classic type of donut. So, Hey, real quick, real quick. Yeah. I'm looking at the Entman's website and it says plain old fashioned donut. Now, 
what kind of alien just wants to say, hey, I'm gonna, like, goes to Duck Donuts, something like that, and says, hey, I want a plain, old-fashioned donut with nothing on it. Yeah, like, who that's does just that? horrible. I don't get, I don't that's get just it. horrible. No, I don't know either. I don't know. I mean, if, if you're going to eat a donut... I mean, I understand. Even even just, go all in. even just have a even a glazed donut is better than a plain donut. So it's like I, don't, I just I mean, you might as well just be eating a piece of bread if you're if you're gonna have a plain donut. I mean, let's be honest. It's it's not it's not good if you're gonna get a donut. You gotta go all in. Get get something at the very least. Get glazed. I was expecting that. I mean, it's true though. It's literally like you're just eating bread if you're yep. if you're having a, a plain donut. Um, now I will say. That some places, like a duck donut, sometimes that plain oh, donut contains. No, it's fine. Sometimes <laughs> they add a little like cinnamon or something to it to their plain yeah, donut, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that yeah. that adds a different a different flavor profile. But if you're just getting just a straight up plain donut, then yeah, it's too dry. Right. What are you doing? It's too dry. Yeah, there's no point. It's it's stupid. So um, so this is chocolate frosted. We're going against the mini muffins, and. This is tough because actually I, I kind of put these two as pretty even. I know the chocolate chip little bites are the number two seed in the Antimenza region, and then the chocolate frosted donuts are the seven seed. But I will say, you know, I even look at the chocolate frosted donuts as maybe being seeded too low, in my opinion. I, I think seven Ooh. is. I would have maybe have raised them up closer to, you know, six or five or something like that because gotcha. I do think that there is a place. For a chocolate frosted donut, I think chocolate yeah. frosted donuts are really solid. So this is tough. I think this is closer than you would think, and it's two seven. I, I'm still thinking it over here. So when I did these, uh, and, and like I said earlier, when I was doing these rankings, the problem with this is like for Little Debbie, and I go back to Little Debbie because that's like my home run area. <laughs> okay, so Entenmann's they have their top tier, which is the fudge brownie little bites, which is the chocolate chip little bites, which is the milk chocolate chip cookies. The problem is, though, is when you get to that second tier, everything is so jumbled that I had to put them somewhere. And obviously, you know, and I'd love to hear you kind of like I convinced you last uh, week with the um, uh, little donuts. Uh, I want to hear if you have a kind of rebuttal, because like you said, they should have been a little higher. It might be closer than it is. I, I want to hear if you have a rebuttal on this um, and try to convince me because I'm up for convincing. I just think that when it comes down to chocolate frosted donuts, this is my biggest take for putting them at number seven. Now, we talked about how yellow cake kind of tilts us just a little bit. Uh, but I just think when you have a regular donut, which this is, the frosting can only do so much to save the yellow cake. The yellow cake is good, but... There's sometimes too much of it. Now, I could down a whole entire pack of the smaller donuts of this, but a full one, just like you said for the Frosted Devil's Donut, the full one's a little bit bigger. And that's a little bit more, you know, yellow cake that you have to deal with. And sometimes I think that the yellow cake inside, you know, which is, which yellow cake is kind of unflavorful when it comes down to like chocolate cake when you compare the two. But I think the yellow cake, the, the amount of yellow cake inside of one of these regular donuts compared to a donut is too much. And sometimes it can get a little dry. And, um, you know, when it's not as flavorful as, like, say, a chocolate cake, you know, then the dryness overpowers the actual cake itself. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing is putting it at number seven. But I'd like to hear you try to convince me uh, to see if this is – because honestly, I'm going to foreshadow this. I think the milk chocolate chip cookies are going to take this side of the bracket. 
Really? Uh, you know, okay. I think Interesting. I'm already I'm foreshadowing, and that's my vote uh, when it comes down to it. Because I think now that I'm looking back at it, I mean, I'm like salivating over these milk chocolate chip cookies now because we talked about, we talked about pretty good. They are um, good. <laughs> they are good. But uh, I, yeah. I want to see I want to see what you're going to put down uh, first on this side of the on this side. Of the so bracket. I mean, I think I'm still going to let. Even with all the things I said, I think I'll still let the mini muffins advance because I will say that they are good. I mean, they are good. You've got that muffin. You've got the chocolate chip uh, within the muffins. Uh, I mean, I my preference is to stick them in the microwave and you warm them up for about 10, 15 Ooh, wow. seconds. And, you, you. and then you taste them a little bit warmer. And that even, that just, trust me, if you have never done that before, you got to do it. It will blow your mind. Um, wow. And I think if we're going to have a donut get far in this region it's gonna be the frosted devil's donut so i and i think that this just the chocolate frosted donut is just not going to be able to cut it for this round but i do, i will say i think that it deserves a little more respect i would have maybe i mean i think it might right. be better than the glazed donut holes but i wouldn't oh, have had nice. but i wouldn't have put the this this donut versus the frosted uh devil's donut because that would have been i mean not even close but yeah. Valiant effort. Chocolate frosted donuts is going to go down, and we're going to have the two seed advance the mini muffins. So all to the higher you, seeds. You, yeah. so sorry to interrupt you, but uh, as you mentioned uh, to me beforehand, uh, little bites soft baked chocolate chip cookies. I didn't put them in there because number one, it says they are limited edition. Yeah, and also um, now that I, I revert back to my whole entire ranking method. Because um, you mentioned to me, I was like, "What are those?" And I totally forgot. But I saw them say limited edition. And obviously, we are discounting all of the uh, limited edition, seasonal, and all those types of yeah, things. Yeah, I had somebody reach out to me and say, hey, how come you guys didn't put the the Christmas tree uh, hostess Christmas, or Christmas, whatever in yeah. their cakes? So oh, are, like, are, are you talking about the Little Debbie Christmas yeah, tree Yeah, maybe they're Little Debbies. And, yeah. I, and I had said, I said, look, uh, I mean, is it Christmas? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, if I, I don't think I can put a seasonal type snack in this tournament. I think it's got to be something that can you last can't do year it, round. You can only, it's, only, it's only like a month and a half that yeah. they have them out. You can't yeah, it it's just, but, but no, I to- totally get that. And I think... Um, again, I think that the little bites, chocolate chip, uh, chocolate chip muffins are good enough to definitely make which, it. Past hey, which this by route. the way, our, our buddy Ian Ian Holloran is out there, and he is literally all in on this tournament. Like he's re- he's replied to my Instagram posts, to the Facebook posts. I mean, he's he's freaking messaged me everywhere. I mean, I'm like, this guy is all in on this stuff. <laughs> also, shout out to former first pick blog writer. His name his name is Matt Stevens, who uh, went to, I went to high school with. I haven't I haven't talked to the guy in years, and he I saw in his Snapchat story he put one of the brackets up there for a Snapchat no <laughs> story and said who you got to his to his followers. He didn't even say a word to me about it. So the people the people are paying attention, man. So shout out to him. Uh, he was former That's first great. pick blog uh, writer for those who know what that is. So. Next round here, so we got four snacks left here for the Entenmans. We'll run through these a little quicker. Uh, first is the Fudge Brownie Little Bite. So that's the one seed against the four seed, the Frosted Devil's Donut. <sighs> so this is tough. This is a yeah. tougher matchup than you typically see with a number one seed. And my, you know, I, I really, really love the Fudge Brownie Little Bites. I think they, they are all around a great snack. But I think if you're going for chocolate, like I said last round... This is a sweet snacks tournament. Chocolate is is at is is you know really high up there in our um, in our minds here, and I think just like the double chocolate frosted donut made its way through the hostess region, I'd say this four seed may go past the brownie here. I think with the because it's got Ooh. the different element to it. 
because it has metal, the cake, but then you got that fudge, that fudge that surrounds the cake gives you that extra layer where the fudge brownies are very good, but they are very plain as well. I mean, they're a pretty Mm. simple snack. Now, they are a good snack, and they're delicious, but they're very plain. I mean, sometimes some would say sometimes they're a little dry. I mean, they're moist for sure, but sometimes they're a little drier than you would like. And I think you're not going to get that with the the Devil's... Uh, the devil's uh, frosted devil's donut. So I, I'm making a case for the four seed to advance here. I'm actually surprised that you did that, uh, mainly because I put the number one seed as because I, when I did these seedings as well, I tried to think of what you would do as well. And me and you have really similar thoughts when it comes to food. Um, we like fatty things, we like sugary things, and we like things that make us fat. Um, so uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that comes down to it. Yeah, um, co- covers all the bases. So uh, that's why I thought Fudge Brownie Little Bites would be up there at the number one. Well, they're definitely and- the number one seed. I I, yeah. I I think they are, but I think like I think the seedings are pretty are pretty on point. Um, my case is just now looking at these two snacks and comparing them against each other. I think right. I think that there. I mean, I, I'm just thinking about it. I'm thinking about possibly letting the the devil's donuts uh go go past here now i mean i wish we had a special guest on like you know maybe another simpson or something um but because i would love to hear his uh his uh, special pauses that he has because um, this <laughs> is a very this is a, this is a very big uh situation here so you know for me when filling out this bracket for me the frosted devil's donut like i said it reverts me back to that double chocolate glazed donut from dunkin donuts and looking at it just picture it in my mind. I'm doing. I'm going back to the whole entire. You know, close my eyes and think about each one. That one just. I mean, it starts going up a little bit because I think the fudge brownie little bites. Even though they are number one seed, I believe that they should still have like a glass of milk or have something with it. With the frosted devil's donut, you don't have to have a glass of milk. You don't. Right. Have, I mean, that, that's the biggest thing I think is of the whole entire factor that are all the components that a frosted devil's donut has it's not just a fudge brownie it's you know you got the you got the big ch- chocolate on the outside you got the fudge inside you got i mean you got literally the, the, the size of it you know it's i just think that when you think of all that stuff i think that it pushes it past maybe just a tad bit and i, I actually thought going into this second round i thought that the fudge brownie little bites would have a slight edge and go forward, but hearing your notion and and, and, and you know, protest of having number four go against number one and beating it slightly, I I'm not going to disagree with you here. You know, yeah. I think it's going to have a tough chat, tough chat. Uh, I can't talk, not tough chest, tough chat uh, test. I can't, I still can't say. It, even when I'm trying to correct myself, um, a tough test against the next seed coming up. But honestly, I will say that's our first biggest upset of yeah. this side of the bracket yeah because you got to think about it also is what snack can best represent the entomans region especially yeah. going against some of these other heavyweights like fudge rounds like the double frosted uh chocolate donuts uh donuts uh from the from the hostess region so i think that i think frosted devil's donut gives a really good shot for entomans at least making it to the regional final here so i'm gonna put that yeah, ahead and then now with this next matchup here the milk chocolate chip cookies and the chocolate chip little bites while the chocolate chip cookies are the lower seed Mike, I don't think it's even a contest here. I think that if you're just looking and comparing these two snacks, the chocolate chip cookies are just a better snack. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's a cookie. I, I appreciate the muffins. I appreciate what the muffins bring to the table. But at the same time, you got a box of a billion of these chocolate chip cookies versus a pouch of four mini muffins. It's just not a contest yeah. here. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why I didn't put the milk chocolate chip cookies as number two. 
Um, I just think that the like the Little Bites branding of Entenmann's is just so big in the world today. Oh, it is. It is, for sure. I, I, yeah, I just think that having a pouch and saying, you know, because obviously you have, like, the donuts that are a little, like, you know, plastic casing, but just having that pouch of Little Bites, and you buy, like, a whole box of it, and they give you five pouches in there. And all, it, I just think that the quantity of that made me put the chocolate chip mini muffins up there um, because not to mention the chocolate chip mini muffins are good because when you take a bite and you get a nice gooey center of, uh, of uh, some chocolate chips in there, some mini chocolate chips, I think that's immaculate. But the problem is this milk chocolate chip cookie, which is an underdog of this whole entire region, I just think that it's it, it's something that people don't understand and people think and they overlook of uh, overlook it because. You think of a chocolate chip cookie, you think, oh, it's just a regular chocolate chip cookie. No, whatever. But I think a chocolate chip cookie is the best cookie on earth. It's the most recognizable cookie on earth. It's better than all these other garbage cookies out there that people are, are, are putting forward, um, which obviously we're going to get to a cookie situation in another day. But I just think it's the most nostalgic cookie out there today. And I just think that when you're looking at it, it's no contest. I, and I said it in the first round. I said, I said, milk chocolate chip cookies, pencil them into the Sweet 16. They're going. And uh, overall, right now, I think that the Chocolate Chip Cookies, just like you said, are going forward. So we've got the final matchup of the region. The four seed, the Frosted Devil's Donut. The three seed, the Milk Chocolate Chip Cookie. So both the one and the two have been knocked out. And now we've got this big contest. So you've got, on one hand, the Frosted Devil's Donut. Again, the, the fudge outside. You've got the chocolate cake inside. You've got the big size donut versus the classic and the milk chocolate chip cookie it's soft it's chewy it's delicious and <laughs> this is a big matchup here because and here's here's my logic mike here's my logic Ooh, here i want to lay the logic so if if we send frosted devil's donut into this final four here you got to think there's a chance that it so i'm trying to think of the way we have the brackets set up. And I believe the winner of this region... Fudge rounds. Okay, faces off against the fudge rounds. Got it. Yep. So my my thinking there is I don't want to have two donuts in the final four. I don't really want to have a Frosted Devil's Donut in the final four along with the ch- double chocolate uh, Frosted Donuts. Uh, not, I mean, just because I think... The double chocolate frosted donuts are just a better donut, and I think if we, there's no reason to send this kind of lesser donut into that uh, battle cage when we could send in an underrated, underappreciated dark horse in the chocolate chip cookie and send them into the final four, and then then we got ourselves a hell of a matchup with the fudge rounds and the chocolate chip cookie. So yeah. I think that I'm leaning towards those chocolate chip cookies. I'm kind of on the cookie train with you. Ah, man. That that is that is you're like a lawyer or something, man. That was a really I am, good I am. <laughs> testimony. Um, man, yeah, I I I understand, and I think that when we move these on, obviously we're choosing the best ones. But I understand your logic in there. But I think both of us would obviously go for the chocolate chip cookies over the devil's donut, um, like just just as a regular snack. But <coughs> excuse me, um, but man. That would be an immaculate matchup in the final four. Because you're I right. Think of sh- think of that though. Think of what you just said. Where if you had the choice for yourself, and mm-hmm. where you could either take a milk chocolate chip cook a box of milk chocolate chip cookies from Entenmann's, or yeah. take the devil's you know the devil's donut. 
I mean, and, and you even said yourself there that you would probably take the chocolate chip I would. cookie box. And I think that I just says it. That says it in its own. That that is yeah. just for for us. I think it's just a better. It's just a better one to send forward. I think it's just a better snack. And, and, and to me personally, I said that the Frosted Devil's Donut reminds me of – the funny thing is Entman's actually reminds me of a lot of different products. So the Frosted Devil's Donut reminds me of the Dunkin' Donuts, which I've mentioned a couple times now. The milk chocolate chip cookies reminds me of my favorite cookie brand out there, which, Ben, I'll give you two guesses to, to know what my favorite cookie brand is. <sighs> favorite cookie brand. Um, now, don't, don't, don't say Nabisco or Oreo or something like that. Like, think of chocolate chip cookies yeah. and the best brand out there you can think of. I mean, of. I assume you like the Chewy Chips Ahoy. The, those are great, but that's not my favorite. Okay, okay. Um, now, think, now, now, picture these type of cookies. Picture what they look like and picture which company makes something like that. It's, it's probably not a most popular company. You know the company. I know that for a fact. Oh, but... It's it's definitely not a company that is like littering the shelves. Is it the one with the white bag, where it's like a white bag and there's chocolate chip cookies within the bag and they're soft chocolate chip cookies? Or am I way I, off? Well, I, <laughs> I can't I can't name a bag company. Um, but <laughs> well, what kind of packaging <laughs> does does these cookies come in? Do they come in the standard? I will say their I will say their logo is red lettering. Red lettering. So, wait, but what kind of packaging does this come in? Does it come in like the cookie tray, or does they, it come they, in a bag? I would say more so in a so, bag. So I yeah, the white they come in the white bag. I uh, think so. Is it like Toll House uh, or Farmhouse or uh, I don't know something <laughs> what, like that? What kind of what kind of house is it? Um, so I I think that they remind me of Mrs. Fields. Right, right. Okay, yeah, that's what I mean. The white bag. I think those like, come okay. in the white bag. <laughs> Well, sorry, I haven't gotten them in forever, um, so I forgot what bag they come in. Uh, but I love Mrs. Fields cookie cakes and yeah. because every single cookie from Mrs. Fields is nice and gooey, and it's just soft and chewy, and it feels great. I think that they remind me of that, and I have to put these ahead. So, dude, that's going to be crazy. I love this tournament mainly for the sole fact that, okay, Fudge Rounds, the overall number one, went ahead. Then, obviously, Hostess, their number 60, went ahead. And I believe we're in cahoots right here. With the milk chocolate chip cookies of Entenmann's, and that's number three seed. So a one, yeah. three, and six. Go, that, that's amazing. <sighs> that is a hell of a three of the final four teams. Because here's the thing: it would be boring if we're talking all number one seeds getting into the final. Oh four, yeah, you know, and and it's one of those things. Better for where, the listeners too. Exactly where we want some, and but this is our honest opinion. And sometimes, sometimes the cookie that is the best or the snack that is the best isn't necessarily. The, the number one seat because I think yeah. sometimes when you when you rank them and then once you really get down to it that's what the, this discourse and discussion is all about to figure this stuff out and we've got three fantastic snacks in the final four so far so excuse me I had to breathe there for a second um <laughs> I got too excited um it's probably from what the heck that was it's probably from eating just the taco taco bell and that vegan pizza that's gonna kill me uh so <laughs> that will round out the entomans region we had some upsets along the way and we come out with the number three seed to represent now people we've got three of the top uh region winners now we've got one more to send to the final four be sure to listen on Thursday. So we're doing the episodes this week, Tuesday, Thursday, and then we'll get to the championship next week. So look out for that. 
But make sure you subscribe. That's the best way to make sure you're getting these episodes downloaded right to your phone when you're ready to listen to them. So please hit the subscribe button. Feel free to leave us a review as well. We've got some reviews up there. We'd love if you add some more to it. If you like the snack content, let us know. And uh, be sure to also follow us on all social media platforms at the DC Crossover at Surround16 for Mike. You can, we also have a Facebook page as well, the DC Crossover Podcast, so you can follow things there too if you are a Facebook user. But people, on Thursday, we will head into the Tasty Cake region. There are some big matchups awaiting us on Thursday. Mike, any final thoughts before we wrap up Entenmann's? I mean, like I just said, it is an immaculate tournament right now because if you're filling out this bracket as a March Madness bracket, which I actually have had people text me personally. I had somebody text me actually last night and, and sent me the brackets and said, me and this person believe it's this, which is different, and then me and this person agree on this, which is different, on the last two, so Little Debbie and Hostess. So they're actually telling me what they think. And I've actually had three people text me and say, I've listened to both those episodes all the way through, which is actually shocking because wow. obviously you you showed me our, our download numbers and different stuff like that the other day, which I'm actually shocked because I, I, for some reason I couldn't find that. Um, and the funny thing about it is when I've heard people, most people, not family members, not these Joe Schmoes out there that are just like, you know, oh yeah, you know, I'm your, you know, your second aunt. I'll listen to it. Like, no, they're actual people that I've talked to like maybe twice in the last two years, listen to the entire episode all the way through. It, that's impressive because this yeah. is what people care about the most. They care about <laughs> they, the snacks they do. and they care about the sweetness. That's You're what right. About the You're most. right. And they care about this, the 2020 Sweet Snacks Tournament. Come back on Thursday for the Tasty Cake region. For Mike Cerrone, I'm Ben Simpson. So long. Another episode of the DC Crossover.